Today we read from the prophet, or from the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah was the leader of the community after the exilic period, which means when the, as we have spoken, when the exiles were brought back from Babylon, were able to rebuild not only the, the, uh, the temple, but also Nehemiah, the leader, wanted to make sure that people were not only renewed in terms of external buildings and houses, but he wanted them to be renewed in their spiritual life. And so today, Nehemiah called upon Ezra, who was the high priest, and he wanted them to gather together as people and to hear again the story of the covenant relationship that was established between God and his people through Moses. And so when they gathered, they, they heard again, not only the story of the relationship of God to his people, and not only did they hear again the commandments, the commitment they have made, and the need to observe the commandments, but also a code of holiness, relationship with others. So it was just a special moment when they gathered, and they gathered all the people, men, women, and children old enough to understand. So it could be seven plus, could be a little bit older. So they would gather them. And there's a special day that they assigned. So from daybreak, so from about, about 6 a.m. to about noon, for six hours, they would hear again the story of the covenant relationship. Today, I, I just wanted to, to, to tell you uh, and I'll read some excerpts from, from the book of Deuteronomy because this book of Deuteronomy was read to them because there's a reaction when the story, when they were reading it, the people responded. And they were res how do they respond? They begin to weep, they begin to cry, they begin to sort of grasp again what God has given to them. And I'd love to just read to you a couple of excerpts from, from the book of Deuteronomy. This is what they heard and finally how they responded. So what did they hear? First of all, the proof of God's love for them. This is what it says, and now, and now of the days of old before your time, ever since God created men on this earth, ask from one end of the sky to the other, did anything so great ever happen before? Was it ever heard of? Did the people ever hear the voice of God speaking from the midst of fire as you did and live? Or did any God venture to go and take a nation for himself from the midst of another nation by testing the signs and wonders and so on? So did ever God chose, but he chose you. He chose you. And not only this, he chose you, but he established a covenant with you. There's another one from chapter six. This is when we hear, and you know, after they hear about the Decalogue, I, the Lord, and may your God brought you out of the land of Egypt place of slavery, you shall not have other gods besides me, you shall not carve idols and so on. And there's a full explanation what that commandment means, first commandment, second commandment. But after after they heard, you know, the 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 the, the, the gift of commandments, the, the gift of this wise and and uh, instructions to the people, uh, then they hear the what is called the the great commandment. And this is what Jesus quoted when the scribe asked him, what is the greatest commandment? And so in, in chapter six, we hear from the book of Deuteronomy, hear O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord alone. Therefore, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul and with all your strength. 
take to heart these words, which I enjoin on you today. Drill them into your children. Speak of them at home and abroad, where you are, whether you are busy or at rest. Bind them at your wrist as a sign and let them be as a pendant on your forehead. And then the Lord says that if you're faithful to me, I will bless you. Take care, not forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt. The Lord your God shall you fear, him shall you serve, and by his name shall you swear. You shall not follow other gods such as those of surrounding nations, lest the wrath of the Lord your God flare up against you and destroy you from the face of the land. But if you're faithful, I will bless you for you are a people like we heard today the quote you are peculiarly you're sacred to the lord your god he has chosen you from all the nations on the face of the earth to be a people peculiar his own it was not because you are the largest of all nations that the lord has set his heart on you but he chose you because he loves you because he loves you it was because the lord loved you and because of his fidelity to the oath he sworn to the fathers that the Lord is your God, is God fully indeed, and be faithful to him. Because if you are faithful, I will protect you. I will bless you. So the, there's a reward of, of, of a blessing that comes from obedience. And as you reward for heeding decrees, these decrees, observing them today, this is from, again, continuation from chapter 7, your God will keep you, keep with you the merciful covenant which he promised an oath to your fathers. He will love and bless you, and you'll multiply you. He'll bless the fruit of your womb and the produce of your soil, your grain and wine and oil, an issue of herds and the young of, uh, and the young of your flocks in a land which he swore to your fathers. The blessings of fidelity is that you'll be protected. You'll, be, you'll receive, receive uh, great rewards, both in your personal life and life of your family and, and, and everything that you that you have. And then once again, on chap chapter 8, again, be careful to observe all the commandments I enjoin you, because this way, in this way, you enter and you possess the promised land. But then the Lord also, and this is what the people heard, is the dangers of prosperity. If you get too rich, if you become too well-to-do, then you start forgetting God. And then you will place yourself, and, 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 and this is the, the warning. So remember then, if the Lord your God, who gives you all the power to acquire all these things, but do not forget him, because if you start following other idols and serving other idols, then, then you will lose the blessing from me. And, you know, and, and again, there's, there's the, 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 the chapter 10, the beautiful, beautiful reflections. And, and now, Israel, what does the Lord, your God, of you ask you but to fear him, to acknowledge him, to be faithful to him? Lest your heart be so bloated, you will not recognize God and you will no longer wish to follow him. And so let me just say this. These are the words. And again, the final thing which I would wish the blessing occurs. I said before you here this day, a blessing and a curse, a blessing for obeying the commandments of the Lord, your God, which I enjoin on you today, and a curse if you do not obey the commandments. Why curse? Because then you have, you place yourself outside of grace. This is what the people heard. And that's why they were happy. That's why they were crying 
because they felt they were chosen by God and he prepared them. He gave them everything, wisdom, knowledge, understanding, gave them ways of behaving. It will produce great benefits and blessings to them. And they also, the Lord warned them not to, not to choose any other idols. This is what the Lord is saying to us today too. Be faithful to me and I'll bless you. Be faithful to me, remember. You know, I have chosen you. I have chosen you of all the people because we have been chosen by God, because we have been invited to be followers of his. We have been invited to share in extraordinary blessings of Jesus, his son, the sacramental life, the word of God, everything that we have before us and with us. It is a way to enter into immortality, into joys of heaven. And this is why God, from the beginning, not only created us, but even though we have rejected him, we have followed the, you know, the, 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 the lies of the evil one, how we can attain our own salvation, how we can attain to become godlike. And of course, this, these temptations are with us today. We want to call the shots. We don't want to listen to God. And we know that the fruit, the fruit that, that is brought upon by our just running away from God, the fruit is actually the self-destruction. Uh, you know, we become you know, misguided, uh, disillusioned, all those things which happen because we feel that we should know these things. And sometimes we even say, Lord, why do you allow me to go through this? But we don't really ask the question, am I following him? Am I following him? So, so that's the that's the story from Nehemiah today. Um, the uh, at the end of the reading of this book of Deuteronomy, at the end, the uh, uh, now it says, "Do not your hearts be saddened. Do not weep." For all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. He said further, Nehemiah said, go eat rich foods and drink sweet drinks. This was all prepared. This banquet was prepared for all the people who gathered. And so it says, do not be saddened. For rejoicing in the Lord must be your strength. And then the people went to eat and drink and to distribute portions and to celebrate with great joy for they understood the words that had been expounded to them. They understood the words. And so this is what today in the gospel, what does Jesus say to his 72? Go out, proclaim the good news, go out. Tell them the kingdom of God is at hand. Even go to those who, who welcome you, yes, and those who do not welcome you. But even then, those who do not welcome you say, say to them, yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. There's a reality besides the reality which we see besides the reality of, of our day-to-day -day life, social life, political life, work, everything else. Right in the midst, in our heart, is a kingdom of God given to us, the kingdom of love, the kingdom of mercy, the kingdom of, of justice, the kingdom of, of God's extraordinary blessings which come to our hearts because we are not only creatures which need to eat and you know be clothed and you know protect ourselves from environment but we are creatures of God with the, with, with the spiritual dimension of the soul and our hearts are nourished by God's word by his truth by his love we're nourished by by the gifts that he gives to us and today uh, is very interesting that we honor Saint Jerome and you know Saint Jerome was the one who um, it was kind of interesting. Interesting person lived in Rome. Was born in uh, in uh, for uh, th three uh, forty 
lived to be four, to a year 420. But what happened to him is this. First of all, as a young man, as a, he was not exactly attentive to God. He was baptized much older. Uh, and then he went to the east to begin to, you know, into Palestine. And there in the east, he kind of discovered his sort of vocation to be religious, to be a monk. But then the Pope called him back to Rome because he was quite well educated. He was, became a secretary. Uh, he said that he wasted his youth on junk, as many people do. Uh, and But then when he became a secretary for the Pope, he had a very, not exactly a nice temper. And so being a secretary of the Pope, he created a lot of enemies because he was, you know, he's shooting from the hip, you know, and, and there's no diplomatic skills on it. But when the Pope died, then the next Pope didn't want him. And he went to the East, he, be, he founded, uh, um, there were some rich, uh, well-to-do families uh, who, especially one, that wanted the daughter to be educated by him. And then ultimately he went to, to Palestine, and he, he, to, uh, to uh, the Holy Land. There he established not only like a school uh, and, and a number of women who studied with him, who studied scripture at that time, but also established a hospice. Uh, he established, uh, uh, you know, a, a place for refuge for many, especially who were persecuted during the time of, of, the, um, of the barbarians who attacked Rome, who went, those who escaped and went to Jerusalem or to Nazareth or even Bethlehem. Now, the thing about Jerome is, is you know, his being a secretary did not work. But the Lord gave him a gift of love for scriptures. He knew Hebrew, he knew Greek. He was the one who translated or at least polished up, you know, uh, translate the Old Testament into Latin, which we know today as Vulgate. Vulgate, the, you know, the, the scripture uh, version in, in Latin. And he kind of polished up the New Testament as well. A brilliant scholar. And, and not only that, but he wrote commentaries on scripture. Today we have a book called the um, uh, St. Jerome's Commentary on Scripture because we follow the traditions of St. Jerome. And this is how he spoke regarding scripture. He says, I interpret as I should following the commandment of Christ. Search the scriptures and seek and you shall find. Christ will not say to me what he said to the Jews, you erred not knowing the scriptures and not knowing the power of God. For if St. Paul says, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God. If the man who does not know scripture does not know the power and wisdom of God, then ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ. Simple. Ignorance of scripture is ignorance of Christ because it is in the, in the scriptures themselves. We come to know the word of God power of God, the love of God, the mercy of God. We know how God relates to us. So therefore, St. Saint, Saint Jerome says, I will imitate the head of a household who brings out of his, of his storehouse things both old and new, and says to his spouse in the Song of Songs, I have kept for you things new and old, my beloved. In this way, permit me to explain Isaiah, showing that he was not only a prophet, 
but an evangelist, an apostle as well. And he goes into the scripture and defines, defines the Old Testament. And he especially loves Isaiah, whom he considers both apostle, evangelist, as well as prophet. And why? Because Isaiah spoke of, as you know, of the virgin who gives a birth, Emmanuel. He speaks of the sufferings of Christ. He speaks of, of not only that, but he also speaks of, of uh, the proclamation, the need for proclamation, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news and those who announce peace. And God speaks to him as if you were an apostle, whom I shall send, whom will go to my people. And he answers, I am, send me, just like Jesus ultimately said to the Father. And finally, there's a very nice letter that was written by Pope Francis a year ago. A year ago, uh, it was known as the Scriptura Sacre Affectus. It's on, on St. Jerome, the letter on St. Jerome. And he says, St. Saint, uh, Saint, uh, Saint Francis uh, speaks of, of the long tradition of popes who wrote about St. Jerome and the necessity to come to know Scripture. And, and also Saint uh, Pope Francis speaks of, of uh, in the words of Saint Jerome, how necessary it is for us to have those who interpret scriptures, how necessary. And, and Francis says we should, we should be desired to be like Philip. Remember the eunuch from Ethiopia who was reading Isaiah, he couldn't understand it. And Philip, moved by the Holy Spirit, ran up to him and, and he was the one who was able to explain scriptures to him. Jesus himself, as you know, after resurrection, on the way to Emmaus, interprets scriptures for the disciples to disciples. And then they said, as he explained to us the word of God, our hearts were on fire because scripture tells us the truth of who the Lord is and how he deals with us and how, and his plans of our salvation. And so he says, our hearts were on fire. So Pope Francis says, make sure that Jerome is a model for all priests, all preachers, all those who teach and guide others, that they may be able to be great interpreters of scripture as the knowledge of scripture means knowledge of historical dimension, but also allegorical dimension, how, you know, the um, scriptures from the past manifest themselves in the New Testament, new way, and, and, for, and for us today. So maybe then today, uh, as we honor St. Jerome, but also we hear God's word addressed to us through, um, through the historical account by King Nehemiah, as well as Ezra, who read the scripture from Deuteronomy and how people reacted and said, this is a special day for us, a day sacred to us because God's word was communicated and he wants us to know both the truth, the love, mercy, and the future plans for each one of us. And those plans are to live with God forever, the true happiness that will never end. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. 
please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily Masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.